Will you pray with me the prayer of illumination? Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and the word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. The word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah. Then a branch shall grow from the stock of Jesse, and a shoot will spring from his roots. And on him the spirit of the Lord will rest, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. In the fear of the Lord will be his delight. He will not judge by outward appearances or decide a case on hearsay, but with justice he will judge the poor and defend the humble in the land with equity. But like a rod, his verdict will strike the ruthless, and with his word he will slay the wicked. He will wear a belt of justice. Truth will be his girdle. And then the wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion will feed together with a little child to tend them. The cow and the bear will be friends, and their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like cattle, and an infant will play over the cobra's hole. A young child will dance over the viper's nest. There will be neither hurt nor harm in all my holy mountain. For the land will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, Sion from the root of Jesse will arise like a standard to rally the people. The nations will resort to him and his abode will be glorious. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite the children to come up forward and we'll see you make your way around to the outside here. There she is. Good morning. All right, we'll sit down. Yeah, perfect, Maggie, come sit over here. Everybody come sit down here. Yeah, so glad to see you this morning. I'm looking forward to this afternoon when we get to make a wreath together, that'll be really fun. But right now I wanna show you something that I brought from my house. This, all of these are magnets, and I brought it on a cookie sheet today, but they normally live on the edge of my refrigerator, of our refrigerator. And my son, he likes to play with them. But I bring them to you today because there's a lot of different kind of animals on here. There's a lion, and there's a lamb, and a tiger, exactly. And a whale. There's all different types of animals on here. And I had an imagination that what if all of the animals came off of this cookie sheet and all of a sudden became alive? <gasps> First of all, we wouldn't have enough space for all of them. So 
that would be hard because the elephant would probably take up a big amount of space. But another, another issue we might have is that some of these animals don't get along very well with each other. So we might have the lion and maybe the antelope. They might not get along very well because the lion and the antelope might start fighting because sometimes in the world that we live in, we can get really angry or we can get really frustrated. And sometimes those negative emotions make us want to fight with each other or we can get sad. And so sometimes we have to take a deep breath and process some of those feelings so that we don't fight with one another. In today's scripture passage, you might have heard him talk about the bears and the cows and their young, their children, all getting along with one another. That is a vision that God gave the prophet Isaiah and God gives that vision to us today so that one day all the animals will live in peace and we can look to those animals to help us live in peace with one another. Yeah, yeah, the animals, someday they'll all get along. Let us pray together that God's spirit will be with us so that we cannot have a spirit of fighting, but a spirit of kindness and love and peace. Gracious and loving and peaceful God, we come to you today to ask that your spirit would descend on all of us that your spirit would be with us every moment of every day, guiding our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And sometimes when we feel overwhelmed or we feel angry or we feel sad, I pray that your spirit would be the breath of life, that we would be able to take a deep breath and know that you are with us and that your peace sustains us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, if you're three, four, or five, you can go to Children's Church. Perfect. Yeah? This is my dog called Grace. Grace is beautiful. Thank you for sharing her. Grace really is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys for coming up. That's awesome. Two springs ago, Jeff and I decided that we had visions of fruit trees in our backyards. My vision was really more of citrus fruits, like oranges and lemons. And it's a good thing that Jeff did his research, like always, because citrus fruits don't grow very well in Tennessee. But we did discover that figs grow in Tennessee. And so we decided to go to a nursery and pick out the best looking fig tree that we could find, the one with like really bright leaves and we picked it out. We took it home and we planted it in our backyard and watered it and cultivated it all through the summer and into the fall. And in the fall, the leaves, those like cookie cutter fig leaves, they fell to the ground. And then through the winter, we we covered it to take care of it. But as you might know, last winter was full of ice and snow a lot of it. And at the end of the winter, when the daffodils were springing up in early spring, we looked at our fig tree, and it was more of like a fig stick. We actually named it the fig stick, because when we went out 
we looked at it and we're like, ooh, it's looking kind of dead. And so we went out and checked it again late spring, hoping that there might be signs of life, like a little bud of leaves or something on it. Nope, nothing. We're like kind of bending the top and it's feeling a little bit more crusty and so then we decide, okay, we're going to wait till the beginning of summer, and we go out and we look, still nothing. We get to the middle of summer, and we're like, okay, should we go out and get a different tree and start all over again? And we checked it again, and at the very bottom of the fig stick, right next to the root, was a little sprout, a little branch that was coming up from the roots. And so we called our friends Sally and Sammy Swore, who are like fig growers. They're beautiful fig trees. We're like, our fig stick is alive. We're like so excited. And so we're like cultivating this little fig branch. And I have a reminder in my phone that every morning and every night, and just to be fair, Jeff does this 99% of the time. So just to be fair, we go out at nighttime and put a big tarp over our little fig stick so it stays warm during the winter. And in the morning, we go out and we uncover it so that the sun and the rain can do its job and grow this little life that we noticed and have found. This morning, the scripture beautifully proclaimed, we start with a stalk, a stump of the tree of Jesse. And right out from the bottom, there is a branch that is growing up from that stump. So we all know what it's like to have our lives feel a little bit like a stump. Personally, maybe it's a health diagnosis or a job loss. With our friends and family, maybe it's that relationship that just doesn't seem to mend no matter how hard we pray or try. With our institutions, maybe you've dedicated your life to something that is just being torn apart. We all know what a stumps are like. And so we look, we watch, we wait for those branches, those little sprouts that are coming up. And in the prophecy of Isaiah, this branch is described as a leader. And in our Christian tradition, we know that this leader is Christ Jesus. And the leader is described of having wisdom and truth and making decisions based on wisdom and truth and not based on appearance or hearsay and gossip. And that the judgments that are made by this leader are for the justice of the poor and reaching out to the vulnerable and humble that those decisions are being made with those on the margins as priority. And we also learn that, that he slays the wicked, not with a sword, but with words. Y'all, his words slay. <laughs> and that the breath is where his power comes from. I was talking with the kids and in our very lives, how many times do we go to our breath for our strength? <sighs> Just taking that deep breath to provide that grounding and stability. This leader, Jesus Christ, is centered on the breath of the Spirit of God. But my favorite thing about this leader it talks about is, is that this leader 
Jesus delights in the fear of the Lord. Some of y'all are like, whoa, this sermon just took a turn, the fear of the Lord, like, whoa. I think the fear of the Lord is, is sort of a translation that we can get kind of caught up in sometimes, but the fear of the Lord is really just a belief in the power and presence of God. It's being overwhelmed, overcome with the magnificence and glory of God, so much so that our imaginations, our lives, our thoughts, our bodies get caught up in what Reinhold Niebuhr talks about as impossible possibilities. We get caught up in the imagination of God when we believe in the power and presence of God among us. And so the prophecy continues to describe what I was talking with the children about, of this sort of child-led zoo, where I feel like it's like Liam just dumped out all of his animals, the safari ones and the farm, and just like line them up and they're just dancing together and playing and their young are playing together. See, the lion learns to eat straw with the ox. What would that be like? What would it be like for our geopolitical lions to stop worrying and taking and taking and taking? And what, what would it be like for the ox or the sheep to choose forgiveness, let alone, and then move to reconciliation and show up with the bears and the lions? What is this like? And so with a vision like this, however playful it might be, we, we're just caught with the reality of the situation that we're in. How could this be? And that, my friends, is Advent. That is the heart of the season of Advent. It is a holy anticipation waiting between what is to come and what already is. It's not waiting around like you're at the dentist office doing the Facebook death scroll comparing your life to someone else. It is not that. It is a waiting where you're looking to see for inbreaking, for branches, to light a candle of love, joy, peace, and hope in the darkness so that you're reminded of what could be. I quote one of our favorite Christmas hymns where long lay the world in sin and error, pining till he appears and the soul felt its worth. It's a thrill of hope in the weary world. This is what Advent is all about. Most of our lives were taken to a stump during the pandemic. And that was also true of our churches. But y'all, I see stumps becoming branches or branches rising out of stumps here at church. The one that over this past year has just really inspired me is the quiet place. The Quiet Place was basically a brainchild out of the fact that our lobby was filled with friends who needed a quiet place to rest, a quiet place to go, make a phone call, get a meal, to sit and be with others with kind eyes 
And it was created in our basement and is still going and lay leaders come and are part of providing an opportunity for those on the margins to be centered in our daily lives. And another branch that I see, and it's just like budding out, and I think will become and grow over the next year, is our 150th anniversary celebration that will launch in 2023. West End has been a community of the loving light of Christ for 150 years. They might not have always expressed it that way, but we are here and we get to go right to the roots and share those stories. See, a lay leader has cast a vision to create a a groundswell during this next year of stories of love and belonging and that are connected to our bedrock beliefs and our mission and vision. And we don't wanna just keep those stories here at West End. We wanna take them out there around water coolers and dinner tables and dorm rooms and cocktail parties to talk about why we see branches here, or how we see branches here at West End and how people can be a part of them. You might be in a space right now where all you can see is a stump and that's okay, but I invite you to look at the places of poverty and vulnerability in your life and pray because that is where Christ is and will be. And you might already see the branch or at least a little leaf. And so I invite you to put a reminder on your phone for morning and night to tend to it, to keep it warm and give it sunlight so that it might continue to grow. And the good news is we don't have to do it alone. We have sheep and ox and snakes and lions and tigers and bears, oh my. (laughs) And we have a little child who is coming in Jesus Christ to lead the way. Thanks be to God.